and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1547, the topic is Mindset, and the title is Minimize Stress by Doing the Minimum. Yes, <laughs> so that is the title. Uh, now, how, how can you get more done with the exact same amount of time, energy, and resources as you currently have. A common phrase we think of is like getting more with less. How can I get done? Like how can I do more with less? But we all already feel like we're working with the most less <laughs> that we could possibly have. We have a million things to do and we never have enough time, energy, or resources to do them. We're always behind and we're always feeling the, the stress and the pressure of that. So this has come up with a lot of clients. Uh, every, everybody I work with that we do one-on-one coaching, we get into life stuff. Because in order to properly manage nutrition and training, you have to manage priorities and your actions throughout the day. So we always get into life things. And I, I love it because it helps me uh, kind of structure my life better. And it's, it adds to the impact that I feel like my job can have. So it's just a win-win for me. Uh, but uh, also for the clients, it tends to help as well. And that's something I was talking with somebody recently, a trainer who's struggling to live their best life while trying to help others live their best life. And one thing we were talking about was... I was, I was asking them, I said, what's the minimum that you can do? In all these areas that you're feeling stress, and they were naming them to me and everything, and I said, well, what, what's the minimum? What's the least that you can do that still produces an effective outcome? So not minimumness in effectiveness. We don't want the least impact. But what's the minimum I can do to still have impact? And this is a lot that we discussed, and it was really helpful. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just turn that into a podcast because hopefully that'll be fun and helpful for other people. So the first thing we were talking about was nutrition. They were trying to follow this very, um, it's a very good diet structure. It's, it's called a vertical diet. And they were trying to follow this, and they were feeling bad if they weren't eating like certain foods over other foods. And it was really weighing down on them. And I was like, you know, we're, we're over worrying about it. We're, we're worrying too much about these deeper details. I said, what's your, what's your minimums? We, we, we don't need to worry so much as to what we eat. If you eat within your calories, you hit your protein target, and you keep your sugars low, for the most part, that's really what matters. That's going to make the overwhelming majority of impact. Is Am I eating within the right calories? Am I eating my protein target? you know, getting enough protein in, and am I keeping my sugars low? Other than that, the specific foods you eat don't really matter, whether they were having carrots or green beans, and this is actually what they were stressed about, is they were having they were having green beans instead of carrots because they said that the carrots were, you know, supposed to be better for, you know, long-term development of the eyes and vision due to the different vitamin and mineral profile, and I was like, oh, for the love of God, like, you're dying working 50 plus hours a week and you're worried about carrots and green beans and you're beating yourself up over that. Call it like, let's, let's take a second here. Take a breath. <laughs> you know? So I asked, are you taking a multivitamin? They're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I think, I think you're okay. <laughs> you know? So, so they were getting so worked up over these deeper details. And my way of saying it to them was, is it's good to think of it. You know, it, it's good to recognize that. Yeah. Okay. The, the healthier the foods I eat, the more natural the foods I eat, the better. But the, the difference, the impact of that lessens as you go deeper and deeper into the details. 
So they're causing themselves a ton of stress, and they're actually missing. They were missing their calories on some days because they were too busy trying to get certain foods in, or they didn't feel uh, like a protein shake in the middle of the day was as good as meat and rice, but yet they were missing the meat and rice. They weren't getting the meat and rice in, let alone the shake that would have been at least something. So they're under eating chronic like joint pain. They're not feeling their best in looking, so they don't want they don't feel confident with the way they look. So therefore, they're not confident with the progression of their business. And I'm like, dude, you're losing your mind over carrots versus green beans, and it's it's impacting far further down the scale. So I said, let's get back to the minimums. Let's let's drop the expectations of all these deeper details. Get your calories right every day. Get your protein right every day. Keep your sugars low. Other than that, eat what you can. You know, the, the healthier, the more natural choices you can make, the better. But again, the difference in impact lessens as you go deeper into the details. How about training? Oftentimes, the, the more dedicated people I work with, the more kind of advanced people I work with, they tend to lose sight of the fact that just anything is better than nothing. They feel like their workouts have to be the perfect thing, otherwise they're worthless. And that's not true. When it comes to exercise, when it comes to training, just move. Whether it's an hour in the gym or 10 minutes of bodyweight movements or light dumbbells or cardio, just move. The more consistent you are, the better results you'll see. And if your day came down to, well, I have a couple dumbbells at home, I can do a 10-minute circuit, but that's not what I had planned for the day. This is complete crap. I'm just not going to work out that day. Well, obviously 10 minutes of dumbbells is better than nothing. But it's it, even though it's obvious, people don't make that choice. They get flustered, they get frustrated, they get angry, they get crazy stress, high anxiety because they weren't able to get the perfect workout in, so therefore they shut down and they do nothing. If you do a bunch of somethings in place of the bunch of nothings over multiple months, you're going to see much better progress from the somethings than from the nothings. Does 10 minutes one day matter? No. Does 10 minutes on all of the days that you could have been possible to do over six months matter. Hell yeah. So that's what we were talking about when it came to minimums. What's my minimum with nutrition? What's my minimum with training? But then also, what about life demands? When we feel stressed and overwhelmed with errands, phone calls, appointments, cleaning the house, grocery shopping, all the crap that we have to do in between the stuff we want to do. How can we get that stuff done in a faster, more efficient way so we have more time for our personal aspects, for our me time, for our self-advancements in life. So five things that this client and I were talking about I wanted to share uh, was, I'll go through them here. <laughs> so the first one was to define your priorities. I talk about this a lot, and I, I hope I'm not overdoing it, but it really does help, is to know your people priority list. Who, who gets the most attention? So if you have two people in a room and they both need your attention, who are you going to pick? You have to decide that ahead of time. That will reduce so much stress. It is, it is unbelievable, if you have not done that, how much that can reduce stress for you. Promise. But then also we have to define our, our work priority list. We have to decide of all the things I have to do every day, what is the most important? And by us ranking that kind of stuff, it helps us decipher between what's important versus what's urgent. A lot of people get caught up in 
the like just basically responding to urgencies when that's not what we should be focusing on we should be doing priorities so i have a past podcast number 1023 it's a mindset podcast titled stress management options and priorities so you can check that one out we also have podcast number 817 which is a mindset podcast titled task management priority ranking methods so you can actually go through and kind of rank your priorities and what you need to do in life. So both of those podcasts you can find on our website, www.birdlearnedgym.com. There's search functions and stuff there. So podcast 1023 and podcast 817. That way you can dive deeper into that. So if you don't have a people priority list, you don't have a work priority list, you're already going to cause yourself a ridiculous amount of stress. So get those things managed. Get them organized and that will reduce so much stress. It is unbelievable. You'll be surprised. But it's really important and it's really helpful to decipher between important things in life versus urgent things in life. Now, I've had to learn that a lot through work, through business, and that helped me in my personal life as well. But there's a lot of things in life, especially in business, that come up and they seem really freaking important that day. They're like, like for example, uh, down here in South Carolina, uh, the temperatures have been pretty mild recently. But last week, the heating system, one of the heating systems in the gym, wasn't working, and it dipped down to 57 degrees. And uh, the people in the morning uh, crowd let me know, hey, you know, gym's kind of cold there in the morning. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, crap, you know, I definitely got to get that figured out. But I also, I looked at the weather. And the weather was supposed to be in the 60s and 70s. I think today it was like 70-some degrees. It was ridiculous. So warm. And I was like, well, I got a lot of things on my plate that I got to take care of. It looks like I won't need the heating system over the weekend. So I was notified of this on a Thursday. I had a lot of crap I had to take care of on Friday. So I just delayed getting the heating system taken care of until the following Tuesday. It made that the Friday, the things that were more important for me... I was able to do. And then on Tuesday, I was able to take care of the heating system. It's up and running, and now we're good to go. But by understanding that the heating system, although it felt urgent on Thursday to do, it wasn't. It wasn't important. I could organize that. I could see that I didn't need to do that until the following Tuesday. So I pushed it till the following Tuesday, and I was able to get more done on that Friday, things that were more time-sensitive. And that's what's going to be very helpful is to understand, okay, where does everything rank? Where does temperature in the gym rank? It's important to me. <laughs> it is on the list, but it's not on the top of the list. You know, God forbid, and I apologize to the members, but if you have to wear some sweatpants to get a workout in for a day or two while I sort some things out that are more important. So, for example, I've been working through bank fraud. Unfortunately, our business account got uh, tapped into, and that was a whole big ordeal. So part of what I was dealing with was what helps me pay bills. And that was more important than the temperature for the gym for a couple of days. And that's just a decision I have to make. Maybe some people won't agree with that decision, but that's my role. And that's the responsibility as I have is to make those choices. So the things I had to do, I had to understand what is urgent versus what's actually important. A lot of times people end up responding to the urgencies and then they miss the importance so they, they just get caught reacting to urgent, 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 urgent. And then at the end of the day, they look back and say, oh, freaking crap, I didn't get the things that were actually important done. And their, their feeling of stress and anxiety grows. And then they feel like they're unable to catch up. So defining 
your people priority list and your work priority list is absolutely crucial for reducing stress and anxiety. And it can reduce it before you ever run into the moments, which is awesome. So that's what I had the client do recently. The other thing we talked about was to know your minimums. What's the least you can do and still keep up? So we went through some easy examples. So vacuuming. You know, if you vacuum at your house, do you need to vacuum twice a week or once a week? Can you get away with once a week and it not feel too grungy? <laughs> you know, so maybe somebody vacuums twice a week, but you're like, you know what? Instead of me vacuuming on Wednesdays and Saturdays, maybe I could just vacuum on Saturdays and see how that goes. You know, or vacuum every five days rather than twice a week. You know, can I space it out a little bit? Do I need to be doing the things I'm doing as frequently as I'm doing them? Laundry. Do you need to do laundry every time there's a single load ready to go? Do you need to do laundry three to four times a week? Or can you get away with it twice a week? And that's something helpful to know. You know, just are there ways for us to reduce how frequent we do the things we do? Often, we could probably stretch a few things out. And that can help to not feel as overwhelmed. That can help to kind of open up a little more time. So we also talked about efficiency. Is there a more efficient way to do what I'm doing? So grocery shopping, I talk about this all the time. I use Instacart. I have somebody do my shopping for me because it's just much easier. I use Amazon where I have foods brought to me, delivered to me. Uh, so, for example, Meredith and I both snack one of our snacks or nuts. So I use cashews because I have uh, veneers, like kind of like fake teeth. So cashews are soft and I like the, the texture of those. But she likes almonds, so she gets honey roasted almonds. Well, I just have those shipped to me. You subscribe and save through Amazon. They ship every month and then I don't have to go get them. So I get Instacart for the things I can't get off Amazon. And then you can also do grocery store. If you stop by the grocery store, maybe you get a pre-cooked food that night for dinner. Just stop by and get a rotisserie chicken. Try like you walk into the grocery store, buy the chicken, go home and eat the chicken. It's already cooked. You can get things that are microwavable, you know, chicken and mashed potatoes. There you go. But just making things more efficient are so helpful. There's cleaning services. You know, there's a cleaning service in where I live, Rock Hill, South Carolina. For $80, somebody will come in and they'll clean your house for three hours. That's amazing. <laughs> so to have somebody come in and do a three-hour deep clean, which you can do once a month if you wanted to, or once every other month, and that just saves you a bunch of stress and a bunch of challenge to try to find those three hours for yourself. You know, like if you can have somebody help you with grocery shopping, have somebody help you with cleaning. Just those are amazing, amazing opportunities that we have in this time of life that that stuff is off, like available to us. Now, that might be mostly available in the United States. I know we have a lot of um, listeners from outside the United States. But um, I'm assuming and I'm hoping that there's probably cleaning services or, or some type of helpful services where you live that maybe if you take advantage, that can help reduce your stress. You know, now do those things carry with them some cost? Yes. But, you know, if I decide to eat, you know, ground sirloin rather than actually sirloin steak, it's a little bit cheaper. I save a little bit of money. And then all of a sudden that pays for the Instacart service. So there are ways to finagle and tr make trades for what you're spending to pay for the cost of efficiency. Also, Meredith and I, like we group a lot of our appointments. So by scheduling like doctors, dentists, all that kind of crap, if you schedule it like six months or more ahead of time, you can often group all that. 
So we tend to group a lot of things, and a lot more services now are being offered on Saturdays, which is pretty awesome. So we found a dentist that does Saturday appointments. So we group together, okay, you know, do we need to go see, you know, a skin doctor every six months because we want to check our skin and make sure we don't have, um, you know, kind of skin cancer issues. So maybe we, every six months, we go see the skin doctor. We pair that on a Saturday where we go see a dentist. If you plan far enough ahead, you can group appointments together. And we like to plan them on Saturdays because you get up in the morning, you go to the appointments, and then you have the whole rest of the day. Rather than trying to jam in appointments after working for a full eight, eight to ten hours, you know, during the weekdays. So grouping things, planning far enough ahead uh, to get them on the days that work well for you. Like we look at her, uh, Meredith uh, has like bank holidays because she works for a bank. So we say, okay, it looks like, you know, Monday the 16th, you're going to have the day off. Let's put two or three appointments on that day. So we look months ahead to when our schedule will be, and we organize and group things together like that. And that's super helpful. That's super efficient. And then also just planning your day. This is going to be cliche, but I'm going to say it anyhow, is if you plan your day ahead of the day, you know your big items for the day, you schedule those, that then helps because you can just fill around them. So there's an analogy I'm going to go very fast through because I've talked about it before, but is there was a, a science teacher or some kind of teacher and they had a kids in class and they had a, a glass jar. They had a couple big stones, a couple pebbles and a, and, a, and a cup of sand. And they said, hey, can you fit all this into the glass jar? So the kids poured the sand in, they put the pebbles in, then they could only fit one stone. They couldn't fit all the stones in. The next kid comes up, they pour the pebbles in, they try to put the, the sand in on top of that, then they try to put the stones in, but they can only fit two stones. They couldn't fit all three stones in. So what happened was, is the teacher showed them that if you put the biggest things in first, you put the stones in, you then pour the pebbles around the stones, then you pour the sand around the pebbles, it all fits. If you fill your day with the biggest things first, it seems to fit. If you get lost with the small details, the things that are urgent but not important, your day fills up and you don't have time for the big things. So plan your day ahead of time saying, okay, today I know this, this, and this are my big things for the day. I, I, I know when I can do those. I know how long they're going to take. I'm going to schedule those. And then whatever fits around that is whatever the hell fits around that but I know that those big things will get done for the day. That's going to be so helpful if you embrace that mindset and start using it. So, for example, this podcast is something that I consider one of my big things. This is podcast number 1,547. I have missed a few days over the couple, past couple of years. Uh, a couple of them have been like when I've been in the hospital or had surgeries or things like that. But uh, And so I've had to like double up on like the next day. But that's happened less than 10% of the time. I, I've less than 10 times. So less than 10 total times I've missed a day and had to come back and like double up on things. So that means I've missed my big thing. I've missed the podcast less than 0.6% of the time. So I have a 90... 9.4% accuracy rate <laughs> on getting this podcast in every day. That's pretty damn good. I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, but how do I do that? It's because of all these things. It's because I plan my podcast for the day. I fill my day around it. And at the end of the day, if I miss the podcast, I'll, I'll stay up late and try to get it done. So I, I find a way to organize my day that for the most part, the podcast fits in. And I do that with a lot of other things. 
you know, like showing love to my wife, Meredith. Like I know what her love languages are. It's acts of service and words of affirmation. Can I find a way every day to do an act of service for her? Can I walk into the office? If her water bottle's low, I'll fill up her water bottle without her asking. You know, just little things, little things, they add up. And those are the things that if you if you account for those throughout the day and, and kind of plan for the day, that you'll be amazed how much you actually get done that matters most. And all the things you don't get done, they tend to be the lesser important things and you don't feel so much stress from them. You know, do I get done everything done I want to every day? Hell no. <laughs> not even remotely close. There are stuff every single day that does not get done. But they're lower priority things there are things that I know can be caught up later on and I don't feel a ton of stress from them. So that is a way to minimize your stress is by doing the minimum of things. Not the minimum in effectiveness, but the minimum that is effective. So we talked about nutrition. Get your calories, get your protein, eat as, as low sugar as you can. And the rest of it, you know, you eat healthy when you can, but it doesn't matter too, too much. Training. Doesn't matter if it's the best workout in the world, just move. If you move every day, whether it's in the gym or not, just move somehow, you're going to get better results over time than if you think, okay, if it's not the perfect workout, I'm not going to do anything. And then as we said for managing life stress outside of nutrition, outside of training, is to define your people priority list, your work priority list. Know your minimums. What's the least you can do and still keep up with all the random household crap? Uh, efficiency. How can you do things more efficiently? You know, can you use services and apps and things like that that make things faster? Can you group appointments in miscellaneous crap that you have to do, you know, and group that all into a section? So I make a lot of phone calls. Uh, well, well, if you're a police officer, close your ears. But I make a lot of phone calls while I drive. So if, if I need to make an appointment or I need to check on something or answer voicemails, I'll do that while I'm driving. Uh, now you can unplug your ears. <laughs> so, well, Dad, you probably should have plugged your ears as well. But I use times. So if I'm doing dishes, I'll listen to an audio book or I'll make a phone call. If I'm doing stuff that, you know, is physically busy but not mentally busy, I try to double up on things and try to make that more efficient. And then also I plan my day. I put my big stones in first. I know my big ticket items, what I want to get done. The rest of it fills around that. And then whatever you don't get done doesn't seem to cause that much stress because it was a lower priority item. If you don't get a big thing done, that's a lot of stress even for just one thing. But if you get the big things done and you don't get a couple of small things done, eh, it doesn't weigh that too much on you. So hopefully this was helpful. I feel like it was a lot of me just rambling. But if you're feeling a lot of stress, Use all these tips. Practice them. Play with them. You kind of work with them. See how they work for you. Everybody I work with does it a little bit different, but these are all very common ways in which we approach, approach stress management. So if you're struggling with feeling overwhelmed, you are human. <laughs> uh, it's okay. But work to address it. Work to reduce that stress. It's not a fun way to live. So work on it and see what you can do. It seems counterintuitive to work harder to lessen the feeling of the work you have to do, but a little investment in mental organization can go a long way to reducing mental clutter and stress. Okay, well, I hope this was helpful in some way. Thank you to the thank you to everybody who listens, and um, thank you to those who trusted me to help you manage your life, and thank you for helping me manage mine better. <laughs> so I'm learning a lot along the way as well.
Okay. Well, if you like our podcast, please share it. The more people we share it with, the more people we can help. If you do share the podcast, let people know that we answer questions for free. They can ask anything, and I'll answer it free in a podcast. Thank you to those who financially support the podcast with donations. It does carry a big uh, overhead cost, and I give an hour to it every day, and we're going to keep it for free. So thank you to the donations that go towards that cost. You can donate on our website at www.brutalironjim.com. Also, if you like the information on our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. I post on Instagram pretty much every day, post it on YouTube a lot more, so check us out on both of those places. Then if you have any questions, feedback, suggestions, anything you want to know, let us know at our email at brutalironjim at gmail.com. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.